are listening to Free Beers and a Movie. Nice. Hello and welcome to Free Beers and a Movie. We are on episode 10. Some folks say we get to episode 10. Most people say we're not getting to episode 1. So I am delighted to be on episode 10. Um, this week we are once again in the Raven. Um, but for the first time I'm joined by a new co-host because Colin is away doing things. Top men have asked for Colin and Colin is doing things with top men. So I'm joined by my friend, Barry. I am Richard Lill, and again, we sit here to discuss movies that we've seen, and mostly not seen in Barry's case, because he's a man <laughs> who has a lot less time about cinema than I do, so I'll be trying to convince him to go and see certain films. Okay? Um, so Barry, um, how often do you get to cinema? Mate? How often do you actually go to see anything? Uh, I think on a good month, maybe twice a month. It's month, right, okay. So you're not going to be, you're probably not going to be a continual host of this thing then. Why should tell me a subject that I've been for? Yeah, just try and get involved. You will be a draft even with really, really need help. Um, <laughs> man, that's good, because it's good to, we probably, we generally don't talk about movies that much, we talk about hockey, we talk about music, but talking about movies is something we don't normally do that much. So. Could be an interesting one, yeah. Um, you're not drinking because you're the man who has to work tonight, so you're not here to drive, so you're not drinking. Um, so <laughs> we do not advocate drinking or driving. Um, I am therefore filling in the, the drinking portion. I've been drinking fruit and lager while we're eating, and I'm now on Buckwell Problems, both of which I like a lot. Buckwell Problems in particular is pretty much my blood scheme for a lot of the time. So, um, definitely buy Buckwell Problems. If you can find it, buy it for me, because I really like it. And it's a funky cool time. It's like in the top part on it, top on it, and also 6.2% of the case at 4.5% is dangerous. Yeah, it's got a good test. Yeah, it's got a good So, we've talked about a couple of movies this week. We've not, I've actually not seen much because of the time and also um, the fact that there's not that much out there. You can also have sort of done for a second time, so that took up a day of cinema view, or a day of cinema view schedule. Um, so, we've talked about the sports below, um, a shark movie. I love probably a film called Big Sick. It's a, rom- a really good rom-com that we'll get to a little bit. So first of all, we talk about shark movies in general. Because I have a big thing for shark films. Do you like shark films? I do not like shark films. It's a weird subgenre, usually full of other shit, to be honest. Um, we're not going to talk about Jaws, because Jaws, I think, is a gold standard. You can't really get in. Everything is going to be worse than Jaws. Yeah, I mean, most films in general are not. Rip off of Jaws, it's probably another. Yeah, so nothing can be compared to Jaws. So we'll, we'll put it out there, a bit like we're talking about comic books, that you say like the Darkness of Films is the best comic book. We'll put it out there right now, Jaws is the best shot of all time. We're not going to talk about it. We all know this. It's a great fact. Um, so just generally, you, what is a, your favourite shark film? Recent times, I know it's a bit cliche, but definitely shark radio. Charlie the one, Charlie the two, B for one you like. I haven't seen the later ones, I've only seen up to Shark Table three. But I'd certainly say I think maybe the second could be my favourite one. Because <laughs> for the Jedwood um cameo, was that we made it for you? That was the Jedwood cameo that was <laughs> What one's the second one? Second one's uh, uh is that New York? Yes. That's the one that's um, it starts off so it's just them running about the city. Oh, and then the first one's in LA, is it not? And the second one's in New York, I'm not sure. And the third one is. No, the fourth. What one more is now? Hopefully. Oh, I don't think one that's coming out soon. It's the one that's going to be in London. It's like Sharknado going across the Atlantic. Definitely up to number five. Yeah. Yeah. 
don't think I've seen that one, but at the time I remember seeing the trailer, I'd always wanted to go and see it. Yeah, yeah. It's really solid. It's really good. Because again, the sharks are not the main threat. The threat is isolation. The threat is the fact that Middle Ocean and no one helps. That's just a, the fact that we have a secondary part of that. Um, oh, I was thinking of the shallows from last year. Did you see that? Really lively. No, basically, she goes um, surfing and she gets between a shark and its foot, like a big master of meat, um, dead whale. Oh, okay. um, and it's like, so she's like a little rock and shark and surfing her. Like that. It's, it's, it's very simple, but it's very tensionally well done. Um, a bit lively, I mean, a bit lively, but it's a bit lively, so it's not very important, but lively. Um, it's a really good, sweet, tension filled film. So I would ask about like that one. Um, oh, I never thought of where people see. Seen that one? You seen that one? You enjoyed it, Bootsy? Uh, I think enjoying it is my pushing the button. I mean, it's stupid, but I mean, I think it has got a certain you know, novelty factor. Even this is the part of it's stupid. Sam Jackson died early on, spoilers, but it happened in 1999, so 20 years ago, spoilers. You've got to get the idea of it, it's, it's, it's fun. It's one of those movies I think that thinks have once again another spin on the shark movie genre. Oh. Where it's, it's enclosed in a building, so it's like the whole can't run away from it. Yeah. So it's like, it's literally just a game of cat and mouse. Oh, but the sharks are pretty cat. Not to bring down another, <laughs> another movie uh, franchise, but it's almost on the same kind of hill as Alien, as in it's all contained within a building. Yeah. But instead of an Alien. A Never before had one man compared deeply see an alien, so that is truly a unique thing to do. You know, it's impressive. I mean, it, I'm, I'm, I'm working, but like, beyond was it's very alien and shot in a deeply see in the same film. Yeah. <laughs> one chromatic genius, the other one is deeply see. Uh, but no, I'm with you. I mean, I, people do it as a real joy pleasure. You know myself, I enjoy the really bad monster movies. Like, you know, things like Anaconda, Deeply Sea, that stuff like that. I, I generally really like those movies. So, Deeply Sea has a bit of a for me. Um, the one, the, the shark movie that I enjoy still, I do a mocking for it, is Jaws 2. Have you seen Jaws 2? Jaws 2 is the second best shark movie of all time. I haven't seen any of the Jaws after the first one. Right, okay. Don't watch Jaws 3, it's bad. Definitely don't watch Jaws 4, but it's truly atrocious. Um, and it's Michael Caine basically cleaning up his house. You can see him doing that as the film goes on. But Joyce Boot is like, it's always it feels a bad film, but it follows on from the best films of all time. So it's always going to be weaker than that. But Joyce Boot is a fantastic good short film. And people get more, I think, going with the outcomes. The voice later back in it, he's still going after the shark. There's some really interesting deaths in it. It's a real cool survival element to it as well. And again, you see a guy who's a sort of, what about crazy, making Vincent Town and some bad shit happen. And that thing's a really good film, but no one else does. I like to watch a t-shirt of it, that's what I love George Good. It must be a lot better. If I can buy a t-shirt of a film, I'm going to have to really enjoy it. I think George Good is a good one. I'd recommend George Good. The reason I'm talking about shark movies is because we're going to move on to the review of the first movie we saw this week, which was another shark film called 400 Meters Down, um, directed by a guy called Johan Roberts. Have you heard of this man? This year was an Englishman with a name like Johan, which is a bit, I mean, you're not going to question that, but he's English. Um, you get the film called Stories 24, you see that, on Netflix. It's not a, not a bad film, it's quite a decent, kind of, again, self-contained horror film, but it has two little alien as well. It's all in a, like, a, one of those storage, um, like sort of default things, it's like a kind of alien thing in there. He also directed the film last year, I think it was, called The Other Side of the Door, which was truly almost a horrendous piece of shit I've ever had to sit through. It was utterly, utterly awful. Um, but that's his pretty sort of previous... Um, Sorry, Jordan, uh, Horror genre is not my genre at all, no. so I 
unfortunately, a lot of these movies just bypass me. So, and really, so some of them are fucking shit. And it's like, you want, you, if I'm going to watch a horror movie, I want to at least steal or at least have a jump in it. And those two. So many 24 had a couple of them, but you know, it's 24. Outside the door, I would never go hack right. One of the most upsetting and the most annoying I want to have a fitness in cinema. It was so portrayed. Well, see, I think that's what's good about the shark genre is a lot of the films barely even make it to the 90 minute mark. So, yeah, even if they're atrocious, you still come away with it going, that's okay, I've only wasted about an hour or so. Yeah, you yeah. know, 47 minutes down for that, the next minute I've worked on like 100, no, 185 minutes, something like 85 minutes like that. So, it's really it's less than an hour and a half. I knew, I knew it was short when I was sitting watching it, but it was really short. Um, basic story of that film is there's two sisters played by Mandy Moore, the singer-songs actress Mandy Moore. Also, taken four acting, I thought, actually. Real cigarettes and romance, it was really good. A romance cigarette, sorry. Tangled, yeah. she played the voice of Huggle, yeah. yes. And she also played that in Central Tales, which is just batshit crazy. Um, also Claire Holt, partly well known for Vampire Diaries, but what Vampire Diaries for us in that. Um, they could play sisters. One of them broken up with a boyfriend. I think I'm going to say Claire Holt. No, Manny Moore's got a boyfriend, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Singer, actress. Manny Moore. Yeah, yeah. So they're in a team going in this film, they really don't know who's who. Um, Manny Moore forgot their boyfriend, so her and her sister go to, I want to say Mexico. Yes, and yeah. the other ones are more kind of like wild child. Wild child, yeah. Uh-huh. Manny Moore realised that the reason why her boyfriend broke up was because she wasn't adventurous enough. So rather than just go and have a threesome with somebody, you know, a, a couple will just do that. She decides, no, I'm going to go and do shark diving instead, which is what we all do, I suppose, to try and prove that we are exciting and dangerous. Um, yeah, I mean, if you walk on a boat and Matthew Modine's standing there, I think it's a reason to back off. Matthew Modine, he looks like a great actor, but he looks like a sketchy motherfucker in this film. You do not trust him. Um, also, she's got two, are they Spanish or are they American? Is it or Mexican? Are they Mexican? The gay guys do not look trustworthy at all. No. No. What kind of problem do you want between making them on a dance floor? When you know that they have not met them like the minute they walked into that night, no, no. to uh, going to a dinner being pretty much the next night, but somehow managed to convince these two girls to go on a unofficial like cruise or like to go shark diving. And yeah. I'm like, ah, it's some you've been you've been with like ten years ago the half minute go shark diving. Especially because um, especially for one of the one of the characters in the movie, she's never died before. No, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. <laughs> and the other one's done a uh, like a day course on or something. Yeah, she's yeah. done a day course. So I'm like, ah, it's done every convincing. Yeah, you're going. But early on in the movie, I thought it was a. It's like the two basic characters: they go shark diving. Yep. Cage goes down. Cable snap. Hit the bottom of the ocean. Forty-seven meters down. You're like trying to escape from that cage and get back to the surface. The crust is all the sharks all around them. And also, so far down, they can't just walk at the top because they get the bends. They're going to try and do it slowly and all trouble because of that. Basically, that's the story of the film. Did you like it? <laughs> yes, because there was, there was a little bit of elements of truth in terms of the way the shark would act and, and the way the shark would act to like, attack you. Yep. What I didn't like about it was, well, I just touched on there, one of the girls has never went scuba diving before. Yep. And you know, it does happen, you get led along with your pals or along with your family. But there was bits in the movie where even the most experienced diver in a situation that they went through probably panic. Uh, she was cool. Very calm, all the way through. And I'm sitting there like, 
Jump down to the left and a hundred. A minute worth of like a minute yeah. worth of air, yeah. And there was no sign of you going. Ah, I think I might just go no. to the top. Yeah, you know. You think I never? No point in the panic. Just race to the top. I thought it was interesting. And I thought it was an interesting premise. I quite enjoyed the premise of it. You know, riding in the rock walls and yep. stuff. I like that idea of it. And I enjoyed the idea. Much like the couple of other ones, you know, the um, the reason. The shark's not the main threat to build them, no. The problem is at the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. That's the problem. And does the shark have to be something between them and getting to the... The surface also got an idea in the film is have the guys that talk ran away at one point. They're thinking that as well. It's like a big song to fight as well. Um, I thought for the most part it was like pretty well executed. It was, it was, it was nothing badly done within the film. I thought it looked, looked alright. Um, the performances were decent, I would say. They were. No one really jumped out with being great at it. No, I like Matthew Wogan a lot, and all the good ones that But no one was sort of outstanding. Apart from like the first movie, hopefully, when they could bet the rest of the movie really just focuses on the two sisters. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So a lot of these guys who were at it at the start, they almost quickly just disappear. Oh, yeah. And it never bounces backwards to see what they're doing on the door. No, I thought it was quite a smart decision doing that. Do you think that's a bad decision doing that? What do you they're doing? It certainly built up the idea that it had maybe disappeared. Yes. And left them there once they were like, well, they're stuck in the bottom of the ocean. It certainly led me to believe that it had disappeared. Oh. The grain had fell off the back of the boat. Yeah. Um, and a good couple of jumps in it. Did you jump at any point in the film? I did. The, the, I think it's one of the first bits with the camera. Yes, yes. Yeah, that got me as well. That genuinely got me. I felt like a half-foot trick. That should not get me. I could tell it was coming. I knew it was coming. That bit got me. That really annoyed me. And I should not fall with a simple jump scare. I think what was good to me was uh, Lisa, the movie of actress in it. She was coming out with your stereotypical, almost, don't say these lines in a horror type She says it'll be right back about nine times. And she also says, after the after the nightclub scene at the start of the movie, this is the best night ever, and oh. you're like, ah, oh, but... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and basically, you hear the guy from the screen just screaming, and you're going, you're going to die, bitch, you're going to die. You know, <laughs> you knew it was going to happen. Yeah. Um, that was kind of the problem I had, it's actually from, it was like, um, once you go into the water, which I thought was good, I just keep it only on the girls, like, you understand what they're doing. But, I didn't know who was who. He wasn't behind these masks. I didn't know what sister was doing for the other one most of the time. And yes. the other week became two bodies at the bottom of the ocean. Yes. And the final sort of thing I say, 20, 25 minutes, just became a sort of speed fest. Yeah. I didn't really have much in terms of the actual plot or dialogue or sort of like the build where they sort of being screamed each other most of the film. Which, once again, that's, I think that's just really broke away where you have, you have the. She had the one actress who had done the course, Kate, who was the, actor, uh, who was the character. She had done the course. Lisa hadn't done the course. But yet, there was points in the movie where Kate was coming across more panicky yeah. than Lisa. And you were like, surely that should be the other way around. Maybe she's anyone who's like survived once thing thing. And is, I can't remember, is the man you remember your older sister? I can't actually remember, but I mean, yes. I, well, I'm not 100% sure if that that's when it came across to me. Maybe she don't tell me that's the like, older sister idea, like that older sibling picks in the gear and sort of wants to look after the younger one, do that sort of idea behind it. So, could possibly that. I think we're going to film way too much credit for it. I think we're giving up a lot more depth than that. The thing that annoyed me most about it was um, the finale was telegraphed to me. Without spoiling it, the fact they mentioned something throughout the film of what may happen if you do something. 
that annoyment and then that the building it was just it was twenty five bills something you go, this is gonna happen. Yes, yes. And I and I saw coming. Look, looking back at it, I'll say one hundred percent, but half the time when I was sitting there watching it, it did kind of leave me along what right. what they were creating. Right. And I did believe it. Right. Did you feel a bit cheated when they had the sort of the twist in it then? Yeah, I feel like they ripped yeah. off the same and ripped off gravity a little bit, but did you feel a bit ripped off by that? Yeah, that was it, yeah. Yeah, because uh, I'm trying not to spoil it. It's yeah. building on this, it's building, it's putting tension to something that isn't actually tension. Yes, yes. Then that could be the end of the film, then that's the ending. But then basically you just start it. Like, that's, you can watch that film by taking that bit out of the film and moving on to the next the actual ending and I feel like that's that's cheating in some ways. I don't it's not really giving me anything for actual film point of it. I know. I think I think they could have maybe I think they could have done just a wee bit more but I think they could have just unpackaged that a wee bit more. I felt like it was after a certain point I felt like they were almost like rushing to the game. <laughs> Absolutely yeah. So just cut the back up. Yeah, as we've discovered, a lot of movies in this genre are not particularly long. No, because the most the audience attention for this kind of film is pretty, I mean, an hour and a half is going to limit to that. But when you're underwater, you can't really, you're, you're limited by that act as well, and you've got to go for so long as well. And then go they were pushing you very quickly towards the finale, towards the end. Of. At one point in the movie, me and Stacey did have the same train I thought was, when we seen the little forms in the distance, uh-huh. and then um, Alisa goes off to swim together. Yeah. Both me and Stacey both did what I thought of as one of those little fish with the, with the light bulb. You mean like Tiny Nemo? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> both of us had that exact same thought. We both looked at each other going, this looks exactly like a fish. But I don't know that actually, I don't know. It, it was just because it was like that far away, but it was really bright. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, Surely, surely it wouldn't just be the cop because we did see it kind of, it didn't look like it was coming down, it looked like it was kind of swimming about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was about, it was the yeah. But I was, but then I kind of, I personally have never went diving, so no. I can't, I can't say whether or not I'm talking about you. Being that deep down, I thought it would be better just switching it off and swimming. I don't know, but I have no idea either. especially things like she wasn't on, at that point, she wasn't on the ocean floor. No. She was just like out in the, in the water. Like a beach, yeah. yeah. I just couldn't help but feel like when she, when she got the torch and she was swimming back again, it was just like having a giant beacon on herself. But like, it's too sharp to go towards that more than I just get away. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. Um, I think that's like, well, compared to last year's shallows, which I really like, I think we need on that. Um, what kind of rate do you give it? Like, I only do it at five, you do it at three, three, no, no, I usually put it at five as well. Um, you know, I'm gonna give it a solid three. Yeah, I'm much the same solid three. I think it's it's by no means perfect, it's by no means brilliant. But for ninety minutes it's enjoyable. It's probably not what you need to see in the cinema at any point. It's probably no. you can quite easily watch it. It's a Netflix film. Well, it's already appeared on Amazon the pre order, so and, yeah. it's not gonna be long, I don't think what Interesting so that's supposed to be a DVD release. Oh, then it was bought the last minute by the Weinstein company, you all seen the name on it, and they decided to give an actual get to release, but it was supposed to be literally going straight to DOD. And you can see that, you can understand why. Yes. I, I think it's certainly, I don't think it's harmed it too much with it being in the uh, cinema, but... No, because it's, it's more than a budget that any sort of, it makes any money in the cinema, that's good. Yes. And I've actually not seen any advertising for it. 
Uh, no, 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 absolutely. Uh, yes, absolutely. No, Well, 
but it's something that couple can enjoy, yeah. which is a real, real freaking rarity. Yeah, very much so. Oh, I mean, you've got the partners, how many of them you sat there going, this is awful. It does, it's no, there's no truth in it, there's no reality in it. You feel like you're playing completely on the expectation of what you admire. You're that point, you go, I can't, I can't hire a, a high-rise building for getting a name on it just to make you feel like you're loved. You know? it, there's no realism in it. This film has that. Um, so, actually, when you put it off now, do you have any long term? I mean, when you miss it, what? You just watch with it, you go, that's one we both can enjoy. The only one that comes to mind, and it's one that you'll watch in recent times, and has started again, is, um, it's about a kind of washed up uh, music for just Begin again. Begin again. Yes. Begin uh-huh. again. Um, and I think it's just like a more kind of, it's like a more kind of natural story. It's yeah. what would, it's what would happen in real life, or it's not this. Coming up here, don't wait. Like, black cards, you know, like this stuff, actually type thing, yeah. yeah. It's very much like a washed up guy, he's got, you know, kind of hard to get going again. Then he gets going again, he meets a person in a relationship, just got blossomed naturally from that. Oh, yeah, I think it's like, it's a really good one. I think we've watched it maybe twice in the last year. I mean, I can't remember his name, I like that film a lot. That's the one with the Spielberg, the YouTube film in that year. The Spielberg, if you would like something, you can know it's going to be something better. Yeah. The one I was at Cannes, stuff like that. So, really, I remember this, it was a really good film. And so some people I like that film a lot is because the guy who makes the whole story in the film called Brooklyn, which is one of the best ones I've seen in a long, long time. And again, it's a real. The real romance, it's not comedy, the real romance to it. And again, it's a real relationship. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing you go, that seems really fake and really unnatural about it all. Ah, and you go, that's, that's, that's how exactly things are. Mm-hmm. And again, Brooklyn is a really good example of that. Um, the ones I can think of are really thinking hard because the, the, the amount of long gone comes and the fact that they're good, are really tough. Um, what if this one I quite like? What we talk about is the one with um, Daniel Radcliffe, you know, and it's uh, Zoe Gazangaro, and it's sort of they decide they meet each other as friends. She's got a boyfriend. And then he's got to get happy to the friends with her. And then from that, so he's going to be like, he obviously likes this girl, he really likes her at the start, and he's trying to like, not be jealous of the boyfriend and all that. Again, the real sweetness to it, the real thing goes, that's you can see a real, a realness to it. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't seem over the top. Um, I found it in the summer as well, you've seen that? Yes, I've seen that. That's again, a lot of this feels slightly um, romanticised over the top, it does still feel pretty, pretty real. Stretching the wrong film after it's over, it's not more than a bit more romantic, more of a drama, but it's got a lot of comedy in it. Again, I feel it's not, again, it's not realistic enough, but it has got a real charm, a real sweetness to it. It makes you think, yeah, that is believable and it's an enjoyable movie. Yeah. Um, Roxanne, do you have any Roxanne? No, I don't think. It's kind of unbelievable at times, but it's not, it's not schmaltzy in the way that, you know, other romantic films, you know, where like, pretty women is, 
or Love Actually is on Rodney Miller, I'll go with that. That just bores me. A bit more to it. And Peter Stewart would love that one. Go see it because I don't want you to call me with nothing but you, which is something I've all enjoyed enjoy because it's amazing <laughs> and it will forever be in my memory. Um, but again, it's again the same as romance in three different points of view from a younger, older, and a middle age as well. You get to enjoy that, you get to enjoy that. You have to reckon that, you recognise something yourself in it. Um, and again, it, it doesn't, again, does not rely on trying to be always faulty. You know, we're like, oh, let's be kind of, you know, let's go for the old Hollywood type thing and actually a bit more about it. And um, what I realised, and it's interesting enough, he's going to happen just after he died, which is an upset. Gave Gandalf Pena. And Julian Meek Breakers. I think the lady saw it. The lady I think he was suggesting that he did not like it at all. After we went to New York, she watched it on the plane. And she, and she liked it, she said to not like it at all, and I was raving about it, and she might be quite annoyed at it. And I really liked it, because it's, it's probably, from what I've heard of people interviewing it, it's the most realistic person, Gandolfini. It's this really big, sweet-hearted guy, all the old playing the, the panels, gangster, and they can have this badass. This is what more movie be was. And I think it's good about it, it's a bit of love, developing like, a second chance. But the movie one, I've been divorced, they've got kids. And it's going to meet someone else again. You know, it's like trying to build up again. Again, really, really, feels like it really, really belongs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Where's my friend? I got head things. I hear about you. No, I haven't seen that. You haven't seen anything about you? No. That's, you're old, you're not going to You actually come to see it at a certain age. I feel like this is another show now that we're going on that I just don't spend enough time on. I mean, I'm not going to mock you for not seeing rom coms. Yeah. I don't think that it goes beyond the rom com aspect. It's just a really good team movie for a start. Um, it, it is a really well done film. Um, it's got Heath Ledger on it. So it's one that I probably film broke down through the American markets. Really good film. Try and find it. I'm going to bet you've already seen it. Yeah, probably. Probably. It's a really good film. Um, you see Clueless? I think it's a good rom com. You see Clueless? I'm going to talk about it. Chase, Chase name it rom-com? Yes. <laughs> you said that a rom-com. You know, I would I would call it, I'd say it was. An indie rom-com. Yeah, because it, it does circle the whole entire story circles around a, a relationship. So, oh. you know, I would get it. But again, unrealistic, but enjoyable. Unrealistic, but I think that just ties into the whole thing. I know I think. Yeah, it's still... Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's a bit out there in terms of a relationship. I don't, don't think Ben Affleck can turn a leg to be trying to say. I'm pretty confident. Ben Affleck could turn a leg to me, I reckon. Ben Affleck could turn a leg to me, I reckon. Ben Affleck could turn a leg to me, I reckon. Ben Affleck could turn a leg to me, I reckon. Ben Affleck could turn a leg to me, I reckon. Ben Affleck could turn a leg to me, I reckon. Ben Affleck could turn a leg to me, I reckon. Ben Affleck could turn a leg to me, I reckon. Ben Affleck could turn because, yes. Because that story, it starts off really, it is the end of a relationship. Yes. And then it's all about the guy kind of finding his feet again and building his life. And then the ex-wife kind of sees uh, how good he is and the, kind of all the goodness that she fell in love with. Yeah. I'll, yes. Also I'll go with that, absolutely, 100%. I'd also say that. I do like the fact that John Favreau writing for John Favreau to make his ex-wife Sophie Vergara and make his new love. Um, Scarlett Johansson, like well done, well, well done John Favreau, that is something we'd always do if we were great for ourselves. Um, no, I think it's a good romantic comedy, yeah, it worked really well, but something I didn't even think of, well done, good shout. Well, I said, that, that would be said for a couple of hours last night, trying to think yeah, of the rom-com that I, that I would sit and go, if Gil said to me, I went with the rom-com, right, I would go, right, I'd watch this one. It's such a limited body for both couples. I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with, nothing bad about the ones that have got a female audience, but I just, I'm not going to watch it. I just no. feel like I'm going to them. And I think, and I think, I 
啦，喺誒賽季啊，下邊錢啊，攞咁多，費夠攞入嚟買，食到啲食到攞嚟，食到啲，食到啲，食到啲，食到啲，食到啲，食到啲，食到啲，食到啲，食到啲，食到啲，食到啲，食到啲，食到啲，食到啲，食到啲，食到啲，食到啲，食到啲，食到啲，食到啲，食到啲，食到啲，食到啲，食到啲，食到啲，食到啲，食到啲，會入你住嗰張，我聽會跑埋好多 skate bike， 佢就聽阿伯派落咗嘛，鬧到啦。嗱 ，if you know the film, if it's recommended because you like this, yeah, you know, right, I'm not going to watch it because I don't like. But if you want something that you like, you like that, what you want? The only one, and I have no idea why it stopped with me, is birthday going on birthday. This is, I mean, the next one, and I'm looking up lists of great rom-coms, right? And this one actually came up a lot. I'm going, is it a rom-com? But people think you say you like it. It's not, the telling the joke isn't funny, okay. the delivery of who you love it to, how you love it, makes it funny. Right. If 
but it's fantastically well done. I, I, was, I, was, I was choking with laughter. And I missed the next minutes of the movie. I was too busy giggling and laughing with one joke. It's very, very funny. Um, everyone in the film is all too likeable. It was really designed very lovely. She did a little bit of a pixie princess. You know, top top princess. You go like, oh, a desirable thing. But does it quite well. Does it really fit in very well. Um, and all that then. I remember the guy's name now, sorry. Mel and Johnny, he played play himself in the film, he played a lot. Okay. Him and his wife wrote the film. Yeah, so, yeah, it probably comes a lot, it probably comes across a lot more natural, because he's written it for himself. He said, he, I listened to everyone, he said it's really tough, because like you're going to play yourself in a moment you've already had. Yes. And trying, something that's a lot to you might not translate on screen as something important in the movie, so you've got to try and find that balance of what's important to you and what's important to the story. Um, Bruno Mano also makes something it's a classic very very mean to act. Yeah. People don't know us, but we're going to actually act. I find the film is people only remember for <laughs> everyone loves Raymond. Uh-huh. And so it was pretty much like one dimension in that show. It was just the kind of mum and son who hated his parents coming over all the time. Uh-huh. His big brother was always in his face. You know, it was a very kind of like, it was like a sitcom of the time where it was just but it ran for 20 seasons, so like, well done to him, but yeah, probably an absolute box of money. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you know, if you know, if you know, if you know, he might get a show off of that. That's how big that show is, he might get a really shit from off the back of that. And it's always really weird when you do see these, uh, actors and actresses that you watch, like, way back in the day, and are suddenly appearing in things, and you're like, is this just, like, a nod from the director, whoever they like? Oh. Nah, but it makes sense, because this, I don't know how old the director of this film is, but if you were to say in his like, late 40s, maybe, or even early 40s, he probably watched this on TV when he was maybe 14, 15 years old, and Ray Romano's left an impression of him. Or like the rest of us that watched it early morning on Channel 4. Ah, possibly, yeah. <laughs> so that, this guy has an impression, he watched him in the film. And it makes no, it's really like, like Tarantino, you know, Tarantino put guys in film because he watched their films when he was like watching every movie under the sun. And he remembers certain actors he wants, and he knows no one else knows who the fuck these people are. Yeah, yeah. But he remembers, he goes, that's still what I'm going to film. Just to jump in, so Big Brother is called Brad uh, Dagger. He's a voice actor more than I think. He does yeah. like, um, cast, you know, he's in cast or something like that. He's, he did have his own TV show, didn't he? I remember he did his own TV show at one point. Till Death. Till that was a TV show he had. Yep. He's in a ton of stuff. He's a good voice actor as well. Yeah, yeah, voice actor. Look, yeah. One of the big, uh, two of the big ones he's done is Ratatouille and also Mike the Mayhem. The man's got audits for that. He's doing well for himself. So again, the idea of this guy got on the back of the season of Henry Raven got his own TV show is utterly nuts. Um, but back to the, the big set. Um, very enjoyable, very likeable, a lot of fun. Maybe not a first date movie. Maybe a, maybe a Four, four, fifth, maybe once you're pretty secure in the relationship, is don't go on the first date, then it will add, you know, we do that immediately. Uh, I don't know. If you're laughing at the thing, I'll have it to a good cause job. Yes! Yeah. I don't know who you're sitting next to me, I'll have it to a good cause It's totally good, I'm trying to say, I'm trying to say, it's totally good humour. Yes. So it does work really well. But I can understand people, if you want to stick somebody you don't know, and you start, like myself, howling with laughter at that joke, people may question you. The um, biggest weakness of the film is because the John Appleton film is the length of the film, as always, it drops in at just over two hours. Which for a rom com, I think, is too much. But right. when I saw Dunkirk stuff the night before, which was in 108 minutes, you know, Dunkirk, the, the battle of them, or the rescue of Dunkirk, should not be shorter than a rom com. Yeah. So, well done to Chris Van Overdoen with 108 minutes, but I think, again, just 
Eric's up and down, John Arthur has been known, he's not directed from the producing it. Just be a bit more tactical with the director. No, the editor, anything, just slice a couple bits out of it. And I see that you need to watch them Bright Nights. Okay. Alright, I think he's involved in that as well. Same problem. You know, you've got to cut, cut one scene out of it. Just tighten it all together and make it much more watchable. I can't say I actually enjoyed Bright Nights. <laughs> right. I remember watching the trailer and then watching the movie, and unfortunately, pretty much everything i seen in the trailer pretty much summed up the movie. Fair enough. When I was sat watching it, it never really gave me much more, like, the funniest bit of the whole movie was unfortunately in the trailer. What was that? That's, uh... Shitting your seat. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That's okay. But saying that, I thought I was talking about the whole movie. Yeah. But, I, for me personally, that was, like, the funniest bit of the movie. It is definitely funny about the film, yeah. Absolutely. It's like the trailer. I get it, that's a problem with most comedy these days, you know, like, I went to some... I said it's good. I've seen bits that are really good. I've seen some really atrocious comedies this year. I saw Baywatch, which was truly, truly awful. It kills me because it's now a mark against the Edward Johnson's name. Yeah, it is good. It is different. But I would say that San Andreas is a mark against the name as well. But I, I've got a sweet spot for disaster movies. So no, no, I'm, I'm, I think the problem with the San Andreas was it was too serious. Right, there's no, he didn't have a, I want to be stuck the camera, we wink. Not that he's deadly, I'm saying this deadly, like, this is going to happen. Like, Wait, this is not happening, mate. It's like, this, it's like, it's a bit comedy in it, let's enjoy it. Um, but other than that, yes, I enjoyed it all, but this is definitely a black man against the man. Um, also, Chips this year. It's about the California Highway Patrol. It starred, it starred, oh, I can't remember the guy's name right now, Jack Shepard. Okay. And the guy from Ant-Man, who's the, the, the robber. Um, you know, I'm glad to know as well, Michael Pena, and it, again, was one of the, honestly, worst pieces of tripe I've ever seen in my life. I think that was another movie where I seen the trailer and yeah. just went, ah, this looks like a, a what do you call it? A, that mole called? One called Black. Yeah, yeah. I looked at the trailer and just thought, that looks like it's in that very much so, but as I am a man who will watch anything just to make sure I've seen it and make I can report it back to the rest of the world, <laughs> I saw it and I was unhappy with myself for seeing it. To be honest, I always look for your recommendation. You appreciate the fact I will watch the shit before you have to watch yes. it. So, you saved me a fortune. <laughs> much, I will not say off my life, but I had to sit and watch that crap. Um, but back to, again, back to Big Sick, I would give it a, a really solid 4 out of 5. Yeah, really worth watching. If you get the cinema, I think it's going to Hopefully, build the cinema. I think it's good. You said you couldn't find it in many cinemas? No. Well, it's on all the major cinemas. Uh-huh. Uh, it's not on Empire yet, but they're usually running. It's slightly smaller films, and that's they're usually running a week behind everyone. So I'm hoping. <laughs> I know some of the big cinemas, but some of the. If they're showing it, like, if they've got, say, Crystal or Peter, he's going to have 20 of them, well, all of them. So I'm hoping all the time it will build. Maybe that'll be a bit wider release next week. Yeah, yeah. Because I think it's definitely worth seeing. It's a real, it's a good proper. If you're out in a friend, like, a friend, like, a lady, where you see something nice, definitely worth watching. Just say, not just a first date, it's not a first date movie. Definitely a first date movie. Yeah. But that's the first film, that's the only two films we saw this week. Yeah, we can also do something to build and enjoy it again immensely. Regardless of what Colin says, it's a great movie. Um, next week out, we've got Tommy Blonde. Have you seen this one? The trailer for this one? I have seen the trailer for this one. They're claiming it's a female version of James Bond. Which... I've seen more female version of John Wick. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's even better. But then, I think, don't tie yourself to like such a, a legendary genre like James Bond. James Bond is James Bond. Yeah, James Bond is shit, no, this. 
<laughs> it's hard to say. It's hard to say. Yeah. Um, all the challenge for the next year is badass in every way. If you want to see Charlie for one partner, jump through a second for one of them, find a mansion and find a neck, a rope. So, do you know much about Atomic? No, I don't know much about it all. It's like setting it in the fall of Berlin Wall and it's like the British region by enemy lines. Okay. But other than that, I just think the future is amazing. I'm really proud of it. Also, you've got the Emoji movie. Oh. Do you have any hope we're going to see that? No, no, not at all. No. Because the good thing is, my nieces are going to see it, so I'm in the clear. You're in the clear for Emoji movie? Yep. I, I think Jill wants to see it. Oh. I, because I've heard nothing but horrific, horrific reports about it, there is a real part of me that wants to see it now. I'm really. I'm Just to see it bad it Yes. I, if, I don't like the food star film, that's a waste of my time, but I will watch a one star horror show just to go, what the fuck happened? What were you planning that? How did this go from whatever you thought was going to be yeah, yeah. to the best piece of crap? <laughs> um, so that doesn't, it doesn't intrigue me, but I do want to see it in the same way. Uh, <laughs> and the big one is this week, which out yesterday, but it's been proper wide release as of tomorrow. Um, is Ballerina in the City of a Thousand Planets? Have you seen this one? I have not, no. It looks like cross between Avatar, Fifth Element, and Galaxy Reality. Okay. It looks as an interesting match. It looks stunning to look at. It's looked best on direct connect. I have a feeling it's not particularly warm reviews in America, because it's making an effect over here. I think it's, it looks phenomenal in terms of visuals, but as a story, it's going to fall apart very goddamn quickly. And because that, and also because it's a frank, it's not frankly, it's a sci fi film that no one knows what it is, it's going to suffer. People want to go and watch sci fi or action because they know already what it is. They want to watch the next X Men, the next Avengers. This is a no, it is a graphic novel, but the audience for that is pretty small. And even we look at the same Ghost in the Shell this year, you know, it's a, it's a huge franchise, a huge. Well, it's a legendary franchise. Everyone that comes into the world of like anime, manga, whatever, references that, yeah. Yeah, it's right up there, it's like at least in the top five of yeah. people I've seen this to understand the genre. Even it struggled to cinema, and part of that maybe was a great film, but I thought it was better than we'll give it credit for, but it did struggle. It's one of those ones I looked at it and decided I was just going to wait for it to come out on DVD or whatever and then uh, watch it. Absolutely, I think it's definitely a DVD watch. Um, but that's it, yeah, so we're going to do a comic one next week. Hopefully, well, hopefully, comic one definitely. Also, the immediate emoji movie. Valerie, the second thing that will definitely be done. I'm hoping to try and go and see Godzilla. They're doing a Godzilla the Japanese one, like a, re- a reboot. And that's been brought out next week to do. I'm hoping to see that. So it looks phenomenally good. It's like it's proper, it's proper Japanese, Japanese comic bit. It looks really cool. Um, so I'm going to go see that hopefully. But all that, not that much out. Um, so we'll have to talk about that next week. Barry, have you enjoyed doing this? Uh huh. You have enjoyed it? Pleasure. Have you liked it? Uh-huh. Did you feel you do it again? Absolutely. You will be our official draftee. We call yeah. can't make it or if I can't make it. Top bench. <laughs> On the bench, you still, still got a medal. Yeah. When it comes, you still got a medal. That's up. So if we go to any sort of war ceremony, you still got your shout out. <laughs> 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 but if you want to get contact with me, we are at um, Twitter at 3 Beers and Movie. And we're on Facebook at 3 Beers and Movie at Facebook, I suppose. And we're also on the Gmail, which is 3 Beers Movie at gmail.com. And if you want any questions, any queries, any anything apart from really odd advertising you don't want, or give me some notes and stuff, don't need it. Don't need it. Don't need it. Don't need it. Don't want to do it. Um, but yeah, until then, we shall see you all next week. Bye. Bye bye. Three beers and a movie.